You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. My name is Jonathan. In your recent blog post about building a modern website in 2021, you mentioned using fly.io's replay features. Um, I would love to hear some of the ins and outs and maybe some of the other things you experience when using this feature and where you see it's a good fit for a lot of web apps and where maybe it doesn't fit. Thanks. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey, Jonathan, thank you so much for the question. Um, so yeah, uh, the Fly Replay feature, I, I think we need a little bit of backstory on this. So um, with Fly, it's kind of like, uh, Fly is similar to Heroku, um, except you can deploy your Node app to multiple regions all throughout the world. Uh, some of this might be review for some of you, uh, but just to, to get everybody up to speed. Uh, and so when you have multiple uh, versions of your app or a single version just deployed multiple times throughout the world, um, you can run into some issues there, especially when um, they're all writing to uh, database and stuff. So um, we've got, uh, like, it's not a big deal if, if you've got multiple versions of your Node app running all over the world, but they're all just like running in completely independently. But if they need to talk to the same database, then how do you keep things consistent? So like, I could have um, uh, like a, a region in Amsterdam, uh, for example, and it has its own database, but users in Amsterdam will kind of be isolated from the rest of the world uh, for those in Sydney, uh, for example. So we need to have uh, some communication between these regions to make sure that the data stays consistent. And the way that Fly does this is it uh, makes your Postgres database in the primary region the only region that enable or that can do writes. Um, and so everything else is reads um, or, or like all reads happen within the region, but the only region or the only region uh, or instance of the Postgres database that can accept writes or updates is the primary region, which for me is Dallas. And, uh, and so then as soon as you write anything or make any change, schema changes or anything, as soon as you make a change to the primary region, then instantly, we're talking like 10 milliseconds or something like that, very, very fast, um, those updates are propagated to all of the other regions, uh, just automatically replicated. And um, that ends up working out really nicely for uh, most of the time. Um, but the, the challenge comes in, okay, so how do you make sure that um, my node server in, um, uh, in India is writing to the Dallas-Fort Worth database? And there are a couple of approaches to this. Uh, for one, it's useful to know that um, when you make a request, you can actually add a header uh, to uh, your request that's uh, titled fly prefers region. And then you give it the region uh, short name, which is DFW for Dallas-Fort Worth or um, MAA for, I think that's Chennai in India um, or SYD for Sydney, so on and so forth. Uh, and so uh, at the request level, you can tell Fly, hey, I want this request to be handled by a specific region. And what happens there, uh, or, or let's take a step back without that header, what happens when a request comes into Fly is Fly has all of these regions all over the world. Um, and I 
um, opt into deploying my app to specific regions, which I determined based on my analytics, my usage analytics. And so I have six regions that I have my app running in, um, but Fly does have these, um, uh, have all of these regions. And so the, the user, when they make a request to come to my website, um, they will be sent to the closest Fly region to them, whether or not I have a, an instance of my app running in that region. And then uh, Fly will, um, will direct that request to the closest um, instance um, or app instance to that region. Um, and so if you happen to be in like South Africa, then um, it will probably, where would that route to? Boy, I don't know. The a series of tubes, <laughs> I do not have a map for that. But um, let's, let's just say uh, for the sake of argument, let's just say it's going to go to Amsterdam. Um, and so there are probably, I think there are some regions in Africa that uh, the user's request would go to first. And then uh, Fly will say, oh, well, the closest app uh, or the closest instance of the app running here is Amsterdam. So I'll send it over there. And then my Amsterdam app can handle it and do the response and all of that. So if you say Fly prefers a region, then what will happen is the user will get to the closest Fly region uh, to them. And then that Fly region will say, oh, you actually want um, I, I see that your closest app instance is in Amsterdam, but you said that you want this to be served uh, by Dallas, and so I'll just send this over to Dallas instead. Um, and so then Dallas will handle it and send the response, and, and everything works that way. Uh, so that is one way that you can um, handle this issue of rights being only allowed in the primary region is by um, um, making sure that all requests that are made um, have that header. And I think that this is what I'm going to do ultimately. Right now, Remix doesn't have a, the ability for me to do this, and um, or, or like it, it's not easy. Uh, eventually, I expect that they probably will, um, because Remix has everything work. Uh, everything works with forms, um, so like all mutations, uh, and and that's the only thing that I need this for. Right, um, is a mutation uh, for all my get requests and stuff. I do sometimes make. Um, uh, make updates to say like when the user was last seen or whatever. Um, but I don't need that to be propagated like very quickly at all. It, it's not a big deal. So I can, um, uh, actually I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but what I, what I do right now is, um, I make a connection, uh, two connections for every app instance. One connection is a read connection to the Postgres database in the same region. And then the other connection is a write connection to the primary region. And so any of my app instances can write. Um, they just have to write all the way at the, the primary instance. Um, and the problem that uh, comes with is um, if you are to, like in a single request, let's say that you write some, um, some data, and then the very next line of code, you read some data. Um, as fast as Postgres propagation is, sometimes it's not fast enough for that. And so you will end up with stale data um, for those users coming um, throughout the world. And so that's why we're trying to, to solve this with uh, Fly Replays to make sure that the request that is handling uh, the, the write is also, uh, or to, to make sure that that request that's trying to make the write is handled by a region that can both do the write and the read in the same region. So that's, that's the entire reason we do this Fly Replay stuff. So anyway, um, so you can make the request directly to the region um, that that can handle that write and read request. Um, and for get requests that are just simply updating 
um, when the user was last seen, we can just write that to the database. And we don't, I don't, I don't really care because um, I don't read that information in the same request anyway. So, uh, so I pretty much only care about this for post requests um, or like deletes uh, as well. So like basically non-get or head or option requests. <laughs> I, I need uh, those to be handled by um, by the primary region. So uh, the fly replay feature is um, kind of an interesting one where when uh, the request comes in, um, my server can look at that request and say, oh, you're um, a non-post head or option request. So I can't handle this because I'm not the primary region. And so I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a response that has a header that is uh, just a, a special header called uh, fly replay. And then the value of that header is the region that I want um, that request to be handled by. And so then I send that response and uh, Fly intercepts that. And before sending it to the user, it checks that header and says, oh, you actually want me to take this same request and send it over to that other region. So I'll go ahead and do that. And so it's, it's kind of similar to um, me sending a, a, a Fly prefers region header because, um, yeah, like the, uh, where like the the client can say, hey, I want this region or this request to be handled by a specific region. Um, with Fly Replay, that is my server saying, hey, I got a request, and now I actually am not going to handle this, and instead I want that to be handled by a different region. And so that's uh, kind of the difference between the client and the server. Uh, the client uh, allows you to to specify which region you want this request to be handled by. This uh, on the server side you can um, accept a request and then uh, realize that you want it to actually be handled by a different region. Um, and so, yeah, and, and that that works. And I had that working. Um, uh, there were some challenges that I had with Express uh, prematurely reading the uh, request body, um, which led to some issues with the fly replay feature. But for every other feature, it, it worked really well. Um, and so, but yeah, for the, the like, when we make uh, do these calls uh, on the call can podcast these calls uh, are it's quite a bit of data and so uh, unnecessarily reading the body is um, not awesome um, and so we're still trying to figure out the best way to to do the fly replay stuff um, so yeah anyway as far as like the apps that uh, make sense if you have an app that is primarily reads, then um, the Fly Postgres cluster stuff um, works really nicely for that, uh, for that sort of thing. And that's what my app is. It's primarily reads of the database, um, and, and like this isn't just Fly, but like um, you know this type of architecture in general, where you have uh, read replicas uh, all over the world. If that is, uh, if you're doing a lot of reads, then it's great. Um, if you're doing a lot of writes. Uh, then this app architecture probably won't be awesome for you. Um, and that uh, problem space, I know there are solutions out there. I'm just not sure what they are. Um, so I can't really recommend anything specific to you if the app that you're looking to build um, has a lot of rights, um, where like lots and lots of users are changing data um, at, in a rapid fashion or something. Um, I, I know that there are solutions. I just don't know what they are. Um, so yeah, hopefully that like sort of made sense. I, I do have diagrams of the fly replay feature as well as my database connections uh, in the how I built a modern website in 2021. So you can take a look at that. Um, it, it has been really awesome. Uh, using fly has just been phenomenal. I'm really happy with fly. And um, 
yeah, hopefully you are too, because hopefully my site is super fast. Right now I'm sitting in London, and um, I just realized that I haven't noticed whether my site is any faster or slower, because it is, um, it's plenty fast, e even though I'm not in the country where I normally develop my site and um, where the primary region is. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for the question again, Jonathan, and have a wonderful day. This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com slash calls.